4: Translator. Hello. And good morning to you. Uh, Are you ready for Thursday, Friday, Thursday, Friday, Thursday, Friday, Thursday, Friday? It's both. For me, it's both Thursday and Friday because um, for the housekeeping notes out there amongst you who have not been paying attention, I will be on vacation starting tomorrow through the 4th of July and returning on the fifth uh why you may ask because i can that's why because i can um i don't i don't get much vacation throughout the year uh being a low budget radio show has its advantages one of the disadvantages is uh i don't have a bunch of guest hosts coming in covering for me if i want to take like some of these other guys you know the 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 big national guys, you know, they take a week off, and they got some no neck that comes in and does their show for a week or whatever. I don't have that option, so I try and make the interruptions as brief and few and as far between as I can, by well extending it around holidays, et cetera, et cetera. So Memorial Day, Labor Day, Fourth of July, those kind of things. Uh, so anyway. And I'm sure Rattles is going to call and tell me that my work ethic is totally trash because I decided to take some days off. To which I say, uh, "No, I, I'm not going to say that. That would be completely unprofessional." Um, I might think it. Did I just say all that out loud? Um, anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna hang out today, and because we're not going to be here tomorrow. It just wouldn't be right if we didn't cover some firearms topics today because Firearms Friday is good for us. It's good for what ails you. And so because we're not going to be here tomorrow, we'll pick up some gun stories and talk about some of that as well. But what I felt like today was, you know, because it's coming up on the weekend, the holiday weekend. A lot of people I know are actually taking Friday off to turn it into a five-day weekend. Because many people have both the third and the fourth off. And so uh, I was working trying to get some guests on and everybody's like, well, I'm just, you know, I got, uh, I got stuff and things. And, and I started thinking, you know, what we should do is we should just have a good old-fashioned water cooler discussion. You know the kind. If you've ever worked in a or what do they call it? coffee pot discussions, whatever. You know, where you're working but you're not really feeling work that day. And so you wander on over to the coffee maker or to the water cooler or whatever and you're just like, "Ah, oh, just gotta f- clear my head for a minute." And you end up talking with a couple other of employees, you know, and it's a good 15-20 minute conversation where you probably should be working, but you have a cool conversation about whatever. And that's kind of what I want. It's kind of water cooler discussion day, right? So it's open line, open form is what I'm saying. And any topic is whatever it is. Uh, And I'm I'm down for music, movies, politics, guns, anything you want to talk about. I just think it's kind of cool to hang out and chat with you guys and just kind of create the biggest – water cooler statewide water cooler discussion that we can does that make sense i hope so uh i mean the cold medicine still working on me i'm feeling a lot better man i've been coughing so much though just trying to get rid of that stuff that expectorant you know what i mean that uh my belly is sore from coughing that's how much that's how much coughing it's 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 been going on but i feel a lot better so uh not that you cared but I just thought I'd share that with you. so there you go. Uh, all right phones let's uh oh man, I did a thing here. Let me open up the phone lines first before I say phone lines are open. I should have done this before I was reading news stories this morning I was got I got fascinated in a couple different uh, areas so I didn't quite turn the phone lines on like I was going to. So before I, I get all uh, before I get all uh, ahead of myself here, Uh, Let me throw the phone lines on so that you can actually join and talk with us about that. How about that? So we will get the phone lines up and running. And there we go. Okay, so phone lines are now open. 907-433-3150. 907-433-3150. And like I said... If you just had this burning topic that you wanted to talk, you you know, like, man, I really wish he would talk about this. Well, talk about it. Call me. Let's, let's discuss it. You want to talk about, um, I don't know, scholastic achievement scores or who's he, what's it? So the manufacturing of widgets in Alaska, uh, Jason, who uh, is an avid listener from Fairbanks, man I gotta tell you we were taught we talked I think yesterday is it yesterday or day before we talked a little bit about how we could use the application of the sciences for space exploration like modern day space exploration how they could be used to um to uh uh to create uh, food manufacturing here in the Arctic climate you know that the habitats that you would build on a Mars or the moon or a space station could be adapted to something that they do here in Alaska and it could be done, um, you know, uh, it, it, anyway, he sent me a bunch of books. I've got six months worth of books to read here uh, in my spare spare time um, about uh, some of the uh, different uh, ideas and theories and um, I, I just anyway, space exploration. Uh, it's it's gonna be a fascinating topic. I've got a, the high frontier. I've got a whole bunch of stuff to to go over. My daughter came from the post office yesterday, and it was like Christmas. I had so many things to go through. So now I got a stack of books on my armchair uh in the in the living room, like you know, yay high that I got to go through and try and and read. Uh, it's fascinating. So, but I mean, it doesn't matter what it is, whatever it is that you want to talk about. You want to pick up what if segments. You want to do other things. I'm man, I'm so easy today. I'm so easy today. So, uh whatever you got, let's uh let's uh, smile and dial. 907-433-3150. Um what are the <coughs> yeah, uh, what are some of the other stories that are going on? Um oh, we do have to talk about this. Um we don't. I don't have time to dive into it deeply, so let me give you a brief synopsis of some of the headlines that I want to talk about today. Uh, so first and foremost, uh, we can talk about the avian flu uh, here in Alaska and how that's uh, apparently moving along rather rapidly. Uh, we'll talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about the long trail. I mean, this thing is like it's an STD. It's like the gift that just keeps on giving. It just keeps going away. You apply the cream and it still just keeps coming back. Uh, we'll we're, we're going to talk about that uh, and this news story that <laughs> I got a I saw this the other day and I was like no that can't I mean I thought it was a I thought it was a prank, and uh, no not a prank. Uh, the uh, village of Karluk uh, is now looking for uh, families to live in Carluck, ex just absolutely rent free. Why? Well, so they can get the money for the school district. They want you to bring your kids. And uh, they've like two families with three or more kids would double the number of kids in the school system in Carlic. Oh, there's some issues there. We'll talk about that. We'll also, again, we touched on it last week uh, when uh, when President uh, Biden, you remember that guy, President Biden? All right. God save the queen, man. Yeah, that guy. Uh, Anyway, uh, how he would just go out there and just... And and now more and more people were finding that article that I talked about. I mean, not that I was talking about it first or anything. But they found that CNN article that was like pointing out all the... Even CNN can't stand behind all the things that the president said uh, over the last few weeks about this kind of stuff. And they're like saying wow, the NRA and the CNN are finding common ground on all this kind of stuff? But when the guy just continues to debunk, and, and so we're going to talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about a uh, how the crackdown by the city of Chicago and making everybody who uses a gun, even lawful gun owners, to protect themselves when they go after them, hammer and tong, and then they find out that that they weren't in the wrong Oh, they're getting sued now. The Secretary of Education decides to step in on the gun debate and just fail. I mean, just fail so hard. Uh, and then we could talk about permitless carry as it continues to expand across the country and any other gun topic that you want to talk about here. I, I'm, I'm, I'm open. I'm open to any discussions. And the the chat room is so, they're talking to themselves this morning. They're not even listening to what I'm saying. They're, 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 it's like old home week. Talk about water cooler discussion. I'm the guy on the outside, you know, asking, "Uh, can I have some water? And they're like, no, no, kid, go back to your desk and go back to work. That's what they're doing. So it's it's crazy. Uh, All right. Uh, Well, we're coming up on the break and we are. I'm just going to go right now because I still want to talk about some of these stories but I don't have enough time so I'll go a little early and there you go. Yeah. Exactly. They're like, "Are you talking?" I am actually talking. Are you guys not listening to me? It's my chat room, but you're they're having such a good time this morning in there. You know, you could join the chat room as well. If you want to, you can go to MichaelDukeShow.com show.com and click on the Facebook link or go to facebook.com slash Michael Duke show there you go just jump in there and uh see what they're doing see what they're doing uh all right we'll be back with more here in just a moment don't go anywhere
0: Running on 100% pure beard power. Oh, also some coffee. We dip our beard in coffee. Ha, <laughs> nice beard. The Michael Duke Show.
4: <sighs> Look at you guys. All your stuff just doing here. What are we doing? We're doing team building, boss. Team building. That's what we're doing. So when the boss comes out and says, what are you guys all doing out here? Uh, warm and dry, my dad says, up in Fairbanks Which is, of course, as opposed to it is down here in South Central Where it is cool and wet Cool and wet Uh, Alaskan Bull says 97.5 in Fairbanks is dead air 660 is good That's because they're replacing some parts and pieces On the FM side, Bull I knew that it was going on this week uh, I did not know when But uh, that's what they're doing 97.5 is off the air because they're they got to do some maintenance, and uh, you can't work on that stuff when it's hot because it'll cook you like a microwave. Uh, all right. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Yes, Brian, you were number one this morning. You were the first commentator. You can now go back to bed. Although, Genie says, nope, wasn't you. Yeah, it was him. I could see it all. I could see all from here. Um, Alaskan bullet point, I think is the, are you the only one watching on YouTube today? I don't know. All you YouTubers are always so
5: quiet.
4: I mean, I could see, you know, I could see you. You may not be able to see, but see the little YouTube icon down there in the thing, as opposed to, you know, the little Facebook icon there for Terry's comment or my dad's comment right there. My dad, isn't he a handsome fella? He's a handsome fella. I don't know where I got it from. Maybe from him. Um, All right. uh, My internet just stutter stepped. My internet just stutter stepped. Thank you, GCI. Um, Okay. Looks like we might have some good days over the weekend. What's everybody doing, says Terry? Um, Yeah, it's supposed to warm up. supposed to get into the 60s. Oh, I'm so excited for the 60s. Um They ain't gonna pack glass jars to Mars, says Genie. Uh Genie's going combat fishing. Um let's see, what have went? Our PFDs are paying for those families to move and stay for a year. Yeah, no, exactly. Um I agree with that. Okay. Uh okay. Kenneth's here. Kenneth is here. Hey, Kenneth, how do you keep your dogs out of the trash cans? (laughs) I swear to God, the trash can could have nothing in it but paper. And that little dog gets into that trash can and turns it over and just... I just don't even... I just don't even... What's your secret? Tell me what your secret is. Look at the little trash panda. Um... Mm, okay. Here comes the blue screen of death. Jeremy was like, woo. Sketchy guys in the depot parking lot yesterday. Broad daylight peeking in car windows, says Denise. Yeah. Locking lid, says Ken. Yeah, I know. I did that. It's just, I do not know. And for a dog that is, Ken has the, Ken has the parents of the dog that I have, and uh, it's my wife's new dog, newer dog. We've had her for, I don't know what, a year now almost, eight months, nine months. But uh, for a dog that is not food motivated, she is super interested in what's in the trash. (laughs) Doesn't matter what kind of trash. She's super interested in whatever's going on. Oh, man. Uh, Anyway. Um, okay. Sketchy guys, Denise, you're in Fairbanks, right? And I apologize if I got that wrong, but I believe you're in Fairbanks. So you're at the Home Depot parking lot yesterday, broad daylight, peeking in car windows. Did somebody report that to the Home Depot folks or to FPD or to somebody else? I'm curious. Wasilla. Sorry, Denise. Wasilla. Yeah, I'd have a discussion with him. All right, here we go. The Michael Duke show, common sense, liberty-based, free-thinking radio. Like it share, like it follow. Let's do all the stuff. Here we go. <laughs> Hey, look at that. That was great timing, wasn't it? Um, I had a little internet hiccup. It, luckily, it was during a commercial break. I mean, it was all of five seconds or something, but you know, GCI, they never fail to deliver, uh, un- under deliver on their X. Ex- you know what I mean? <laughs> luckily, we survived it. All right. Well, welcome back to the program. And uh, thanks for coming in and joining us. It's Thursday. And if I'm seeing, if I'm seeming a little chipper, I am a little chipper. I mean, it's always good when you're on the verge of a bit of a vacay, right? And I'm feeling almost human today. So, I mean, almost, I am feeling almost human. To, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm very. Very close to feeling human right now.
1: I am so close.
4: I'm so close to feeling human. Um, anyway, so of course I'm excited, and I want to hear from you. It's uh open line, open form, and we'll talk about anything you want to talk about. I got some news stories here that we just touched on uh, that we can um, that we can uh, share and talk about. Uh, Denise uh, was just in the chat room, and she was talking about. Actually, somebody else said something first about sounds like there's uh, sounds like there's a a pervert. That's what that's actually I was to make sure I was reading the right word. Up in the Big Lake area, kidnapping women. I don't know where Terry uh, got that information, but that led to a com- comment from Denise, who said there's sketchy guys in the Home Depot parking lot yesterday, broad daylight, peeking in car windows, and um, you know. When you see that kind of inf- when you see that kind of stuff, mm, you want to see something, say something. That's when you might want to call, go into Home Depot and talk to the manager and say, you got some guys scoping out all the cars out in the parking lot. You may want to call, you know, Wasilla PD or Fairbanks PD or wherever you're at PD and uh, send them out there to scare them off. Cause, uh, And this is why you got to be, this is situational awareness 101, right? And this is why. For example, I have a power cord for my phone in my car. I don't ever let the power cord when I'm done, you know, when I don't leave it, I don't leave it like it's hanging under the seat or something where it looks like I might have a phone plugged in and I've thrown it under the seat. I always make sure that the cord is wrapped up so they can see nothing's plugged into it. I don't want them to break my window to look for my phone and then find out that there's no phone anyway. So just, you know, common sense. Don't leave valuables in sight kind of thing, you know. Um <clears throat> yeah, anyway, uh, that was a random thought. I've, I'm sorry, random thought still the thing, you know. um, any chance you could invite Philip Ison for an update on ranked choice voting? Sure, Cindy, um uh, send me if you've got contact info, why don't you send it to me? and I will take a look at it. We will go through that. for any topic today that you want to chat about, including firearms, guns, movies, books, TV, whatever. We're all good. Uh, Video games. Video games. I know most of you have no idea. They could not care less. But uh, it's the little things in life for me. Well, we just got done with the COVID thing, right? And yet uh, then we start hearing about some other stuff that's going on. And, of course, the avian flu has been a big deal for a couple decades going on around, you know, the whole world and everything. And although it primarily affects birds, Alaska has already had several confirmed cases of the highly pathogenic strain of avian flu in mammals. The contaminated mammals include a black bear cub in Glacier Bay National Park, a brown bear cub in Kodiak, and three red foxes in various parts of the state. The fish and game veterinarian Kimberly Beckman said even though the animals came from different areas, they all had something in common. They likely ate infected birds and therefore got infected themselves. She said they started looking at red foxes right after there was a first report of some fox kits that's the little fox, little baby foxes out east that had been that they the avian flu had been detected in. And that's when they realized that they should be looking at mammals that scavenge birds. And as soon as they started looking there, they found it. Now, fishing Game plans to do a lot more testing uh, for the virus on live animals this summer while they're out in the field, bears and wolves, etc. And they said there has been no evidence of mammal to mammal transmission But because this is a virus and it is known to adapt, overcome and improvise, there are concerns that it could be changing and possibly becoming a threat to humans. I mean, talk about your zombie apocalypse, folks. It's all fiction until something happens. Not that avian flu creates zombieism. I'm just saying it's a virus and it changes. Uh, Mandy Keo of the National uh, of NOAA is Alaska's Marine Mammal Standing Coordinator. She said they have concern for it in marine mammals, well, in any mammal, but mostly, but, you know, because they're more closely related to us. Keough said there's been no confirmed cases of marine mammals in Alaska with avian flu, but large die-offs of sea lions in South America, as well as infected seals on the Atlantic coast. Are prompting more testing here. She says it's especially important to try and conserve Alaska's marine mammal population because, obviously, it's an important subsistence source uh, for communities and Native Alaskans. Also, uh, we're just we don't we don't want that in this neighborhood. Uh, so they said if you see dead, stranded, or entangled marine mammals, they've got a hotline that you can Google. I'm not going to give you the number, but it's out there. And this story is over at KTU, so you can take a look at it. But, you know, just in case you didn't have enough to worry about, I thought I would throw the whole avian flu thing at you just because I've, you know, that's apparently what I have is the avian. I'm just kidding. That's what somebody said the other day. You've got a flu. I'm like, avian flu? I have, no, you have influenza A is what they said. I mean, not, this was somebody diagnosing me over the internet on my chat, in the chat room. Uh, They are not a doctor, nor do they play one on TV. I wanted to make sure that there was some context to what we were talking about there. Okay. Um, Anyway, so I thought that was an interesting story. And it obviously uh, triggered the kind of what-if Wednesday mindset in my brain when I read it again. I'm like, oh, man, here we – oops, I did it again. Right? Just me and Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again. Another, another thing going on. Um, what was the oh this story? I got time. Yeah, this story. Uh, I had a couple people actually send it to me, and I'll be honest. At first, I thought it was some kind of not joke, maybe misunderstanding, maybe a meme that had gone wrong. Um, you know, I we you know whatever you. I just thought this can't possibly be uh, what's happening. But the bottom line is, is the Carluck Tribal Council. Now, Carluck is a uh, uh, is a community uh, on the western shores of the island of Kodiak. They're trying to keep their school viable, right? Trying to keep their, their school open. So what did they do? They've put out an advertisement that they are looking for families to live in a uh, Carlock, sorry. The Carlock Tribal Council is currently looking for two families with three to four children to live in Carlock for a year with all expenses paid. We would like to have a total of eight children to receive state funding for our local school. All living expenses are paid for one year. Accommodation in three and four bedroom homes, Employment, job training, access to recreational activities like fishing and camping and kayaking and all this stuff. Come on down. We would love for you to the the see because public schools you have to maintain an enrollment of ten students to get state funding. Um, the population uh, for state for schools in 2010 was 37 for the schools. It's now down to about 21. Um the ad said it'll pay for a couple of families to move to the village, all expenses paid for a year, even provide jobs, and that is almost guaranteed to all be some kind of government money that has been generated or given or moved forward by I, I mean, I just what? Why would you <sighs> So they're going to pay you to go there so they can get more taxpayer funding for their schools. And, you know, why don't you just put together a homeschooling program or something for the kids in car? Why do you this is what's wrong with the whole when they're using government money to try and promote and get more government money on top of everything else. This is the just the height of craziness. But if you're sick and tired of living wherever you want and you'd like to go live down on the opposite side of Kodiak Island from the actual city of Kodiak, um, you can just go ahead and send an email to Carluck carluckiracouncil at AOL.com. I mean, these people have got an AOL address, for God's sakes. Uh, anyway, Carluck carluckiracouncil at AOL.com. If you know, you know. That's what I'm saying. If you know, you know. I just couldn't – believe. like I said, I thought it was – I thought it – at first, I just couldn't believe it. It's not possible that this is what's going on. Um, and wow, I got no words. I got no words for how crazy that is. When, when you are using state and government funds to solicit more state and government funds – is that not the very definition of a self-licking ice cream cone? Right. I mean, does that just not make any sense whatsoever? Uh, I mean, I thought it was just me, but maybe, maybe, uh, maybe you've got a different answer to that. Um. All right. What was the final story? Um, for Alaska News, the Long Trail. It's like, a, it's like a rash. It just keeps popping back up no matter how much cream you put on it. Um, the long trail. I didn't realize how long this thing had been in um, in discussions. This was initially slapped down under the Murkowski administration back in 2006. Um, and it just keeps coming back. It just, just keeps coming back. The long trail, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, has been the decades-long dream of hikers, cyclists, eco-warriors, and others. A 500-mile-long trail, multi-strand, set on trails and paths for 500 miles from Fairbanks to Seward. Um, I mean, this is the dream. The dream. Uh, And because it's been slapped down uh, over and over and over again... They've come up with a new technique. In uh, what are they doing? So what they're doing now is they're uh, they're requesting small improvement projects along the projected path of the Long Trail. Well, if we ask for a few million here and a few million there, and the next thing you know, we're talking about real money. Um, in fact, it over the last two years, they got uh, almost six million dollars. Uh, The capital budget approvals for connected projects, trail improvements, $4.7 million in 2022 and $1.4 million this year. And if I remember correctly, it was upwards of what? Wasn't it like $14 million last year is what they were initially proposing? And they've actually got organizations now that will administer these funds. I mean, they've got NGOs that are proponents of the long trail receiving the money to then – I mean, again, self licking ice cream. I'm in the wrong business. I should set up some kind of consultancy or study industry business. Or, you know, we here at the Alaska study industry would be happy to study the study of the three studies that you studied before and to come up with whatever conclusion you pay us to come up with. We would be happy to do that. We here at the Alaska study industry would be proud to be part. Of that program, I'm in the wrong, freaking business, man. Anyway, this uh, the the main crux of this whole problem. And Alex uh, Gimmark over uh, writes over at Must Read about this. Is that the problem with the Long Trail? Is uh, is also one of the things that they tout the most with it. The problem is is that it's easy to do, or the the claim is is that it's easy to do. Because it lies entirely on public lands. But when you actually look at it, the public lands between Fairbanks and Seward, there are really only two chunks of public lands that run all the way from Fairbanks to Seward. One of them is you know, kind of on the Seward Highway, and the other one is the Alaska Railroad. So you're talking about using the easements of these roadways and transportation corridors for the railroad, uh, an easement does not imply ownership or guarantee ownership or the ability to build a trail on it. And in fact, easements to widen the area in certain places would either have to be purchased or, you guessed it, stolen by eminent domain from property owners. On top of that, The Alaska Railroad, which has been uh, not always been the best neighbor amongst, uh, you know, for folks who live up and down the road. We we highlighted this for several years in Fairbanks. They've also been very quiet about this, partially, I think, because, uh, as Alec points out here, there's a Ninth Circuit Court of Opinion that talks about the scope of railroad easements that goes all the way back to 2004 That says that railroad easements do not encompass the use of the easements as recreational trails. That you can't just say, I've got a railroad easement, let's put a trail in. Nope. The Ninth Circuit appeal uh, has never been appealed nor reversed, and it is still the law of the land. In fact, that's how Murkowski smacked down the whole thing uh, back in 2006, that administration, when they wanted to extend the Tony Knowles Trail. So, but just look at this nickel and dime. I would, you know what I need? I need, I I guess I'll have to reach out to one of my legislators to have them do the work on this because I certainly don't have time to do it. But I would be interested to go back since it was smacked down by the Murkowski administration in 2006. I would like to see how many capital projects, how many capital dollars have been expended in the last 18 years on segments of the long trail in an attempt to get the long trail to fruition how much i mean like i said from 2000 from last year and this year it's been almost 6 million dollars how much would it cost how much how much have they spent on it so far that would be that would be an interesting number i think we need to know that i think we i think that would be something to come back and discuss okay we're going to continue Uh, phone lines are open today I'm going to talk guns because because that's up next we'll have some discussion on that the Michael Duke show common sense liberty based free thing and radio
5: all right God save the queen man
0: Broadcasting live through a series of tubes. Allowing all of these uh, entities to provide streaming stuff going on on the the, the Internet. Well, it's kind of hard to explain. Sorry. Streaming live every weekday morning on Facebook Live and MichaelDukesShow.com.
4: Okay. Well, you guys have been zero help this morning. I mean, I, <laughs> sorry, I'm just giving you guys a hard time, uh, free room and board and Kodiak. Bring your kids. Let's talk about generative AI. Chris, I would love to talk about that. I am, I have no, I, you'll have to help me with it because I know nothing about generative AI. <laughs> um. Uh, Denise said, I didn't need to do anything when I was talking about the Home Depot thing. Uh, by the way, Denise, I hope you weren't thinking that I was criticizing. You. I was just curious if you had reached out to anybody. <laughs> she said there were some big boys watching them already. <laughs> go ahead. Uh you, can can, can I help you, buddy? Can I help you, buddy? Um, it's the go Hono Biden safari. Yeah, what, uh, the, the, it's the new disease. This is Bill's new disease. Go on a bite and suffer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, they stopped uh, sinus crap, cough, scratchy throat, then recovery. Influenza A has been floating around the peninsula for a couple of months, diagnosed by the doctors. They're stopped testing people for it because everybody's getting it. I Exactly. Okay, Brian, what do you not see a problem with? Brian says, apparently I'm one of the few who don't see a problem with this. Um, what, how long ago was that? 635. That was 10 minutes ago. Was I talk? what was I talking about 10 minutes ago? This is the problem. I need somebody to whisper in my ear, hey, they're talking about this in the chat room. Uh, was that the car luck thing? You don't see a problem with the car luck thing? Or are you being, is there a sarcasm font here that I'm missing here? I'm just wondering. Um, I came home and my dog peed a little because she was glad to see me. None of my friends pee when they see me. I'm surrounded by fakes. True, true. Um, um, if you have have kids and move to Karlock for the money, isn't that a familyist? Uh, we absolutely do not need it. The Long Trail. We need to fix our road infrastructure before we go down this rabbit hole. Um as a recovery consultant I saw some great studies great studies on what specifically I don't know tell tell I'm we're piecemealing this the hell out of this conversation because I'm like 8 minutes behind on the conversation here um okay met uh, metnovirus going around congestion snot the newest virus Uh, What? There's not enough trails in the state. It's insanity. Uh, You would need more Alaska alleged alleged dollars and borough budgets are caught in it too. Frozen buffering. Good Karlock morning. Um, um, Senator Kawasaki isn't happy when I post on his page. Let the communities pay for it. Uh, Look at their website. There's a tantalizing pit about more of the Kowski support of the project. The long trail is what you're talking about being in the transportation advisory committee. Um, okay. The village tribe is funding the car luck. Uh, it's only Thursday. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. And then Harold enters the room like Kramer on Seinfeld. Just, <sighs> what did I miss? um, uh, he's talking about the village tribe funding is funding the car not government money. It's the village tribe. Where did they get the money? I'm just curious. Uh, you know, just curious. OK. Um, the second bad thing with the long trail is that it's also the Greenies effort to ban motorized access to the backcountry. Yeah, buddy. That's what they want. They want to green it all up so you can only go in on foot. No four-wheelers, no ATVs, no Argos, no snow machines. I never understood the whole thing on snow machines because it's like the least damaging thing, aside from a hovercraft. That's the least damaging thing. Uh, this is. Um. Anyway, uh, the idea that somehow by spending government money to bring people in to elicit more government money is a good thing. Seems a little redundantly redundant and just wrong. Again, self licking ice cream cone. Now, Brian says it's because the village tribe is funding the car luck, but where did those monies come from that the village tribe is using to pay for that? I'm just, I'm asking, I don't know. But if it is more government funding or lucre asking to then generate more government funding and lucre, that seems like diminishing returns. Let's put it that way diminishing returns but hey what do i know just a radio show host who's apparently nobody cares about this morning where are my phone calls what are you guys talking about i'm just gonna start talking about guns because it's friday baby i mean it's only thursday but for me it's friday let's do it the michael duke show
0: What the hell is an assault weapon?
3: You know, if we could just figure out how to get all of the murder guns and the attack guns and not keep selling those to people and just sell protection guns, I think that would be great and solve a lot of problems.
0: Does this mean that if we hurt your feelings, you'd consider The Michael Dukes Show Assault Radio? (laughs) Okay, we can live with that. Here's Michael Dukes.
4: Okay, I couldn't move to Carluck because they have no high-speed internet. That's a bummer. Of course, if you bring Starlink with you, it's a problem solved. You've got a one-year vacation, baby. You need to take a sabbatical? Just bring your kids or steal somebody else's kids or hire some kids. I don't know. Don't steal other people's kids. It was a joke. My God, Facebook is going to. Ban me for that, for sure. I mean, whatever it was, there you go. One-year vacation. Head to Carluck. All expenses paid. Who knows? Maybe they'll pay for you the next year. You could spend the whole year hanging out, watching Netflix. You know? All you got to do is bring your Starlink, and you're you're good to go, baby. Good to go. Um. All right. Let's uh, continue on our discussion. I've got some firearm stories that I want to get to because... Nobody wants to talk to me except for this one person that's in the in the phone call right now. So let's find out who they are, where, the, where they are, and what they want to talk about. We'll start off over here. Good morning. Who are you? Where are you? And what do you want to talk about? Good morning. Good morning, Mike. Thank you for the show. Appreciate My, it. James
6: in Fairbanks. Hello, James. I have a bone to pick with the governor and all these legislators trying to that the education system needs more funding okay we're down in front of global financial here in Fairbanks and uh, they were protesting saying they needed more funding for education and as long as I've been listening to the show I I know that education is funded now why do they need more money
4: that's my question. Why Why do they need more money? Well, because there is more money to be had, uh, because they've never seen, as 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 is with most government bureaucracies, they've never seen a dollar that they didn't want to spend, and they never saw another dollar that they didn't want to take back to themselves and spend as, as well. Uh, now, their argument is, of course, that the BSA just hasn't adjusted enough over the years, uh, as if the BSA is the only form of funding that the school districts get. But that's the argument right now they, that's the argument that they want to run with um and so but that's that's where aren't they're
6: they going funded for the next year or half
4: or oh yeah like that? no I mean they they've got the the fiscal year is up and running and they did get an increase they just didn't get the increase that they wanted they wanted a much higher increase they wanted uh four times <laughs> oh, what so they' to they up getting. Hire
6: a whole bunch of new They want to hire a whole bunch of new teachers to teach something that doesn't really matter in the world. No,
4: no. They don't want to hire a bunch of new teachers. They want to hire a bunch of new administrators to administrate the shrinking teacher pool that they have right now. That's the whole point. Oh, okay. Okay because yeah so if you remember because if right right but because if you remember there's no guarantee that any of those new dollars that they would be getting are actually have to go into the classroom as has happened over the last 20 years the majority of that money is being sucked up by overhead administration costs brick and mortar and teachers are still having to go out of their own pocket to decorate their classrooms or provide art supplies for their kids because none of those monies are guaranteed to go into the actual classroom.
6: Oh boy, what a tangled world this is, isn't
4: it? It is, uh, you know. It's uh, thank you,
6: you for the, the show, Mike. I appreciate Mike. I'm it. Let you go.
4: Yep, you got to laugh because otherwise you'll cry and choke somebody out. It's a bad thing. It's just it's that's how it works. Thanks so much for your call. I appreciate it. Nine zero seven four three three thirty one fifty. Again a little bit of open line open form water cooler discussion today. Any topic is fair game. We broke uh, we broke the levee out and got the floodwaters going. Good morning. Uh good morning. Who's this? Where are you calling from?
1: Yeah, hey, good morning. This is Willie out here in Glenhope. Hey Willie, how yeah. you doing? Yeah. I'm doing good. Uh, you got the carlick deal going this morning on the Long Trail. <laughs> and I can explain your carlic deal. I've I've watched it out here for decades, and it's not uncommon when little tiny villages, um, kids you grow up, move away, and you you lose the number of you have to have ten for a for a state for a state school. I mean, you can get your your homeschooling, all that, there's programs that happens. But what they do is they look for relatives, family, anybody they can to get People move into the community with kids to keep that minimum of 10. And what's going on in Carlick right now is no different than what Oscarville, which is only six miles from Bethel, did. Uh, platinum right down here, right across the bay from Good News Bay. They've done it numerous times at Platinum. but. They use federal dollar. everything you see, all the free, free, free stuff that you're seeing in here is from the tribal side of it's not the state side, it's the tribal side. That's why they're saying tribal and everything. And they get all these federal funds for all kinds of jobs. I mean, every village has a Two councils. You have a city council because they're second class so that they can be like any other city in the state and, and uh, receive state help and funding naturally. And then they have your tribal. And the tribal side is your federal side, and that provide that's the real money that comes into the village is the federal side so the karlick deal the state won't be paying for any of the move they won't be paying for the jobs the jobs that are there other than if they have an opening for a cook or something in the school and when they send someone down there to get this school up and going, it'll it'll be very minimal people in the place running. It'll be like one teacher teaching multiple grades.
4: Right, right. Well, so here's my point though, Willie. It's still government money chasing government money. Now, whether it's federal government money or state government money, we're expending federal money to then chase state money. Uh, Doesn't that it just seems self-defeating and non-sustainable. That's just what it seems like to me. But again, your mileage may vary.
1: Well, you're exactly right. It is. I can't argue with any of that. I'm just explaining the process here. And what the reason that they they're so desperate. Villages get desperate to be able to keep at least keep the school in there, is because number one, the school normally is one of the biggest purchasers of electricity, and right. it takes it takes a lot of kilowatt hours to pay for the generator that has to run for everybody to have electricity down there. And that's where the state money becomes so valuable to them. It's it's about having, you know, instead of having to run independent generators for a household, it's this. But you could take a look at at the scam games. If you really want a scam game that's going on out here, you go to a place called the Pi Mute. And it's right above Antioch, you, you go Antioch, uh, and then the Pine Mute, which was an old fish camp. And it was owned, it's 160 acres times 3-4 that were all relatives of Senator Lyman Hoffman.
4: <laughs> All right, hold on, hold the, hold the line, Willie. Really. That's that's a whole that's a whole other story, and I'm coming up on the break. Uh, we'll uh, hold you on uh, into the break here. You and I will talk during the break. We'll be back. Hour two is dead ahead. The Michael Duke Show continues. Common sense, liberty based, free thinking radio. Back with more right after this. Pine mute, pine mute is the answer," says uh, Willie. Uh, what were they doing up there? Just out of curiosity. Now I'm curious as to what they, what exactly was going on up there.
1: Well, what they did was they, they went ahead and uh, they've got some pretty smart people, you know, doing it. They're all relatives, and they've built their own town up there and they lease property, they give 100-year leases on little lots that anybody can go up and build a place and they've put together a regular town, you know, but everything is 100% owned by by the Hoffman clan and it's got more federal and state money funneled into it than you could possibly imagine. You take a look at, you see the pictures of the huge ice roads that are going clear the Hell up to the middle of nowhere on the Kuskokwim River in the winter. Two, three hundred miles of ice roads being plowed. Well, that's all state and federal money being kicked over to the Hoffman clan. Lyman's got it all funneled in there. It's it's unbelievable what they got going. And and so then, you know, I mean, what's going on is is ridiculous at, at times with a lot of stuff out here but right now going back to Carlett, they're trying they're they're in desperation mode to save a place from turning into a ghost town and they're using the resources that a lot of places have used and it's no different than a lot of, a lot of little tiny villages out here right now i guess but for the most part it's federal money well then I, get, I agree it's a waste well, it could be-
4: That's the thing. I mean, just because just because other other places have done it, I guess, still doesn't make it right. In my mind, I guess, again, having more government dollars to chase more government dollars seems, again, self-defeating in the long run. Uh, If you can't if you can't attract people to these communities or those. I mean, eventually, you know, if this happened down in the lower 48 and you had a small community that just kind of dried up and people wouldn't go there, then it would just go away eventually, right? I mean, that's the thing. And and not that I want to lose history, per se, but at the same time, you can't just keep propping it up with government money to, for the sake of, I don't know, nostalgia kind of thing. I mean, right? I mean, that this is what happens. The towns rise and fall. Communities rise and fall. They change. Technology changes them. It either adapts and they overcome and they come back or it's... A, I, I just, you know, I, I don't understand... For the sake of nostalgia, just to hold some place open or because you lived here and you've always lived here, if it's no longer tenable and no longer feasible, then – and you have no other way to draw people to you, then what's – the the answer should not be take government money to then attract more government money to make it feasible to live there kind of thing.
1: Well, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. It's just – how it works out here. If you really want to take a look at a dive down a rabbit hole, you need to look at the relocation of New Talk. They've been at this program out here for 20. 20- frigging years. And yeah. I sat down and ran the paperwork on it. By the time they build their 20 houses and move the village across the river up onto high ground where they should have built in the first place, but the state wouldn't give them the money to build a road to get to high ground. They says, no, we'll only build it down here because we have to build a school. And this this is like 40 some years ago. Um, We'll just build it down here. It'll last just fine down here knowing that the, the flood's going to get it eventually, they build it low. And so now you have half the village living on one side of the river with basically intermittent power, houses falling down, washing into the river, and they're moving everything across. Well, their estimate is to run around, they're pretty loose on the numbers, between 100 and $150 million to relocate the village of Newtown. For 20 houses, do the math, that's $5 bucks a house by the time you build a school, time you build a $20 million runway. I mean, da 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 But right. this, is, this is exactly what you're talking about. This is a dive down a rabbit hole when you can look back east to cities that used to have whole industries built around smelting iron right. that just collapsed or maybe,
4: you know, yeah, no, I yeah, it's I, pretty it's pretty I, ridiculous. Yeah, it is crazy. I agree. All right, well, thank you Willie. I appreciate you sounding off this morning. Thanks for calling in and uh joining us today. I uh, appreciate it. Thank you for yep. coming in and be a part of it. Uh all right. Um 907-433-3150, 907-433-3150, if you would like to sound off, we'd love to hear what you have to say. Um, (laughs) yeah, I don't, I don't understand the concept of propping communities up, uh, and propping communities up again for, I, I, and I don't mean to be flippant, but just kind of for the sake of nostalgia, just to do it. Uh, we create the dependencies. And then they, once they have that largesse, and it's the only way they can stay in business, so to speak, or stay open, they become dependent on it, and they've got to keep doing it instead of the normal life cycle of a community going up and down. And if there's nothing to offer, then it goes down, and then the community, you know, dissipates. Maybe it reorganizes later. Maybe something changes. You get one or two holdouts out there, or whatever. It's just a. It's a. I've never understood that. Never understood it because that's what we we've got we've got all these government funded communities basically around the state that we're being kept open with government dollars not that I want to lose the history of those things but eventually i mean that's this is what happens in history folks this is how this is how it works uh, i mean i just don't know what to say and eventually if they're all just subsidized then wh- what good are we doing to them as a community either All right, we got to go. The Michael Duke Show. Back with one.
0: Buddy, put that thing back in its holster. We haven't gone anywhere. I don't understand. Check out themichaeldukeshow.com for information on how to get access to the podcast. Welcome to the party, pal. The Michael Dukes Show, streaming live
4: across the world. Live around the world on the interwebs at MichaelDukeshow.com and across the state of Alaska on this, your favorite radio station and or FM translator. Good morning. Good morning to you, my friends. How are you doing? Um, and uh, I, I... And it's Thursday, Friday. Thursday, Friday. Thursday, Friday. It's my Friday. It's your Thursday because um, because I'm not going to be here tomorrow. So if you're just joining us, good morning. Welcome to the program. Uh, you could have been a member of the 6 o'clock club if you would joined us 7 minutes and 45 seconds ago. You could have been, but I know. I know it's hard. Mornings are hard. But I mean, it's just bragging rights. You don't get anything. You don't get. I mean, you could get a T-shirt that says Six O'clock Club. I do have some of those T-shirts, but uh, you. It's okay. Uh, But if you're just joining us, just a reminder that I will be off uh, tomorrow through the fourth, because uh, Monday and Tuesday most people are taking holidays. Monday or Tuesday for the Fourth of July, since it's on a Tuesday, Uh, I decided to make it that much better by taking an extra day off. And giving myself a five day weekend, I've got a bunch of honeydew stuff that I got to do around. I've been putting it off, waiting for a nice day, waiting for the sunshine. And then, of course, it was sunny last weekend, and then I got sick as a dog, so I couldn't do anything anyway. So this weekend, five days, I should be able to. I should be. I mean, it's probably only a day's worth of work, but I could stretch it out over five days, right? You know. So I got a bunch of stuff to do this weekend. Uh, hopefully, it's fingers crossed. It's nice enough to get it done. Uh, meanwhile, um, I will be off, uh, starting tomorrow through to, I'll be returning to the air next Wednesday, next Wednesday. So it's going to be good. So that means Thursday today. And I just decided to just, we're just going to, we just throw it at the wind. Let's just open the phone lines. Let's talk about things. We are going to talk about some gun stuff because Hey, no firearms Friday, might as well talk about some gun stuff. So I got some stories here that, I want to chit chat about, uh, but I'm kind of interested to see what you guys want to talk about as well. So we'll do that. Phone lines are open right now 907 433 3150. 907 433 3150. Special thanks to Satellite West uh, for coming on out here from Platinum. That was, I didn't realize there was actually a village called Platinum until Willie just told me in the thing. From Platinum to the Peninsula. From Tin City to Tatlanica. From Tanana to. Tetlin, wherever you are in the state of Alaska, Satellite West has got you covered in a variety of, I mean, so many different options to be able to stay connected. Text messages, phone calls, emails, surfing the Internet. They've got the tools, the talent, and the technology to get it done. Satellite West, proud sponsors of the program. Tell them thank you. Uh, go to satellitewest.com. Um, all right. So we're going to keep uh, the phone lines open. We're going to keep going right now. I got one line on hold, in fact. Let's um Let's go over there and get started with this hour before I jump into some firearms news and see what you guys have to say. Good morning. Who's this? Where are you calling from?
2: Yeah, buenos dias, Michael. Brady from Las Vegas.
4: Hello, Brady. What's on your mind?
2: Hey, um, just giving you a little update. I kind of wanted your opinion on uh, what's happening over in Russia, the Wagner Group. Uh, are, are you very, are you fond of what's happening in Russia because Russia is annihilating the Ukrainians right now? And I know you're a fan of the Ukrainian.
4: Am I, am I, am I happy with her? I mean, I'm glad that the, I'm glad that there's a little strife in the uh, land of the hammer and sickle. Uh, And it's good to see that the Wagner Group has been pretty much dismissed out to Belarus. I think in the long run, that'll be better for the Ukrainian side Mm -hmm. because they're not using, a lot of those soldiers are not going to sign up with the regular military. But other than that, I really have no opinion on it.
2: Well, well, can I give you some insight on what the real reason why there was the Wagner Group insurrection against Vlad? Uh, The real reason is why Pogosian, went and uh, uprooted his troops and said, let's go after Vlad is because Vlad wasn't giving him a paycheck anymore. That's the whole reason why there was an uprising. So how the media played it across the whole world is, oh my God, there's a coup against Russian Vlad. I don't think so, folks. The real reason is they weren't getting a paycheck and they never signed up through the Russian Defense Department for a paycheck. That's all that was about. And actually... They actually Pogosian and Vlad got $6.8 billion for that little coup infraction because our government had an accounting error, but that money went to Pogosian and the Wagner group and it was split by Pogosian and Vlad. Isn't that funny? 3.4 billion apiece. They're laughing all the way to the Russian bank.
4: Okay. <laughs> I mean, okay, that's great, Brady. I mean, I, I, I again, uh, think you know you got evil and evil incorporated over there fighting it out amongst themselves. I'm not, uh, I'm not too worried about it. Uh, I mean, I, I, I think it, they're having such a hard time right now prosecuting this war and filling the ranks with people that they got going on. I, I don't know how much longer this will go, but this definitely weakened both Prigozhin and Putin's positioning in the world as strongmen. When Pergosian showed that Putin was, in fact, could be in danger, I don't think it was an attended coup, I think it was a show of force and a negotiating tactic to make sure that he could withdraw and still save his skin, Pergozian, I mean. So, uh, But again, uh, I think it, it, it only means one thing, I think for the Ukrainians, I think it means a little bit of a reprieve because now most of the Wagner group forces are no longer going to be in the war prosecuting it directly. They're all going to Belarus, so uh, I good for well,
2: them. Well, one thing with the uh, the Ukrainians, there's none left. The, the spring offensive has completely devastated all the battalions that they had lined up to go against Russia. They didn't even make it to the front line of the defense of the Russian military. They were destroyed. All the Abrams tanks, the Leopold tanks, the Leopard tanks from Germany, everything was destroyed within the first phase of the spring offensive. And right now it's kind of funny. They now change it to the summer offensive for the Yuko Nazis. They're a bunch of evil scum. And I don't know why NATO and our military is even over there. I can't stand our military under this Biden regime. I,
4: I can't figure out why you continue to deify people like Vladimir Putin. I mean... It's entertaining to talk to you, but I can't figure out why you would think that Vladimir Putin somehow, the sun rises and sets out of his backside. He is one of the most evilly corrupt people in the history of the world. And yet you think that he is somehow and that the Ukrainian people who were just going along. And yeah, sure, there's probably some bad people in Ukraine. I don't doubt that. But somehow the entire Ukrainian people deserved what he brought down on them because Nazis. I, brother, I have no words for you on that. Anyway, thank you so much. As entertaining as that was, I'd like to come back to some form of reality. Let's go back over here. Good morning. Who's this? Where are you calling from?
6: Morning, Michael. It's Dave down at Homer, currently in Soldotna.
4: Hey, Dave, and Homer slash Soldotna. What are you doing?
6: (laughs) So I got a little, uh, fix for your internet problem i know there's a company down in homer that would be more than likely or more than happy
4: uh to supply you with a starlink oh well i mean i already have a starlink that's the thing i have a starlink uh i appreciate that i mean i would love to i would love to to have gotten one i was on the early beta program but it's still not quite stable enough to um, I'm waiting for mi- for midsummer. They say by the end of July, they're supposed to have another constellation of satellites up of LEO satellites up for Starlink to increase the stability. Um, the speeds look good. Everything else looks good. Right. Um, I've actually been paying the monthly fee for the last five months, um, but I have not put it all up yet because I was waiting for the new I was waiting for the new constellations to be launched. Uh, And as soon as that does, in fact, that's part of my weekend project this weekend is to put up my Starlink and get everything wired in at least and be ready um, so that I can flip a switch if I need to and go from the GCI to the Starlink. Uh, But it needs to be pretty stable. Uh, And that's part of the unfortunate part of what I've got going on here is that up until the last year or so, the connection I've had has been fairly stable. I have the fastest Internet that you can purchase in the state right now. Uh, I've got a two gig internet here in the studio right. at the house, but it um, the stability is the, is the bad part. And so I don't want to trade one problem for another and put a Starlink in and then find out that I've got 30 seconds of downtime every hour or two uh, and have that happen in the middle of a radio show. You know, I don't need that right now, but I appreciate that. I would love to, you know, if I had known that uh, in the past, I would love to do it. Uh, But I think Starlink is the way to go. And what I really like is that I'm hoping is that if I go on the road here in the future, I might buy one of those portable Starlinks and just keep, you know, keep rolling with it. And I can go do the show out on the road easier than I do right now. So. Well, when you're ready, just let them know. All right. Well, Dave, I mean, who am I letting know? I just want to know who am I letting know? You tell me. You you guide me. Who am I supposed to talk to in, in Homer? ACDC electrical ACDC all right thank you david i appreciate that thank you my friend uh, appreciate you uh, calling in and being a part of all it right. today um all right 907 433 3150 uh i think dave was one of the guys i was at the gas station in homer and he's like hey are you mike are you yes i am i don't know. it's it's uh anyway it's fun all right um I got stories. I got news stories. I got the, I got the gun. Let me shut all these other stories out because who cares about any of this other stuff right now? Let's talk about firearms. Let's talk about, Oh, except for we're 80 seconds out here, 90 seconds from the commercial break. So what am I going to talk about here? We're going to talk about debunking the claims that permitless carry is dangerous. We're going to talk about the secretary of education who stepped into the gun debate and just dropped the ball completely and the fact, which we covered last week, by the way, that uh, CNN and the NRA are finding common ground on some stuff. And we'll take some phone calls because we're, uh, well, I got one phone call right now. I'll take this call real quick before we go to break. I didn't. I don't want to get too far deep into the weeds, but let's go take a phone call before we go to break. Good morning. Who's this? Where are you calling from?
7: Randy and Fairbanks.
4: Hello, Randy. What's on your mind?
7: Well, just slight little change from uh, firearm issues, but uh, just going back to the Alaska state budget, you know, I've said in the past that we have a balanced budget, and I just thought, uh, since some of the chat room people have disagreed with that, (coughs) that I would uh, show the way to find the official uh, numbers, and it's pretty simple. I found this out by going to asking the LIO how to get to this, and they said, uh, well, I say, here's what it is, just go to the Alaska.gov, that's the first step that gets you to the uh, Alaska State website, and then up in the upper right, there's a search box, and then in that search box, type fiscal year 2024, June 19, 2023, and and, uh, enter that. And then as soon as you do, a list will appear, and click on the top entry, and then you'll get a nice uh, spreadsheet. And it'll show uh, a side-by-side comparison of fiscal year 2023, which has a a deficit, had a deficit, and that's in red. So you can just see it right easily at the bottom. it. And that was $211 million deficit for fiscal year 2023. And fiscal year uh, 2024 has a projected surplus of $297 million. And uh, I guess before, just a little bit ago before the vetoes, the surplus was estimated more like about 80 million but because of the vetoes it's it's higher now so if anyone doubts that we have a now now that's contingent that on um, the price of oil being like $73 you know barrel on the average so if that changes you know right. we have a massive drop in oil prices it's going to change you know we might run into a to a uh, deficit but we have a 200 and uh, a 297 million dollar buffer
4: Mm, yeah, you think until yeah, of course people, well it, you you, you think we right now, you it. think we have a 297 million dollar buffer until the supplemental budget comes in Randy. That's the thing you keep forgetting about right, when you keep right, talking right. about balanced budget is the supplemental budget which will come in next year and will almost guaranteed be more than the 297 million dollar buffer. So as much as you tout the whole balanced budget thing it's not you know, And only now have they found Jesus in the terms of creating a balanced budget. For a dozen years, they were more than happy to spend billions of dollars from our savings account to balance their projects, even though we didn't have a balanced budget. So, I mean, yeah, there you go. Uh, I know. I wanted to get back into reality, and we ended up with Brandy Brady and then Randy and then <sighs> – Man, you're harshing my Friday buzz, man. All right, we got more coming up. Got more phone calls, 907-433-3150. And some firearm stories for Firearms Thursday, Friday, Thursday, Friday. We'll also, I mean, if you want to talk about whatever you want to talk about, what if, talk about, Harold wants to talk about biscuit recipes. I will tell you about a recipe my wife just made It was super good. All right, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The Michael Luke Show.
0: If you missed the show, you can listen to it on your time with Duke's On Demand. Oh, and it's free. Like America used to be. Streaming live every weekday morning on Facebook Live and show.com
4: I somehow have to wonder sometimes when people just refuse to... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe when I say – what I was going to say when people refuse to see reality and I start to wonder, is it my reality or is it – I mean because I think that the facts back me up, but is it my reality or is it just – I guess it starts to make you question sometimes your own like, what am I thinking? I mean where – where? and I think Donna said something like she'd be really curious to see – what would she say? what his news source is. Is that where I'm looking for Donna's comment? I'm almost curious as to Brady's go to news source. Uh, yeah, me too. Like, where are you getting this news? Where is this coming from? I think that's a valid question. Where is this coming from? um, So Michael says he wants to get back into reality-based conversation. And then Randy chimes in. Okay. Do the firearm story, says Brian, please, for the love of God. Um, for what it's worth, the fiscal year 23 budget was balanced when it passed. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Um. Mm, all right. Everyone's blood pressure is going up. Randy Like the budget. <laughs> Ooh, man. Uh-oh. What was that? Um, SCOTUS shoots down affirmative action, says Gary. Drudge. What's Drudge say? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. You are 100% right. Supreme rules against affirmative action. Race cannot be a factor for colleges.
5: Woo. Oh,
4: man. Oh, man. Um, That's a big deal. Um, how many Justice Sotomayor, in a sharp dissent, said today the court stands in the way and rolls back decades of precedent? And momentous progress. Yes, of course they did. Of course they did. Um, oh, my God. So many ads. Come on. Um, the majority of opinion, which all five of his fellow conservatives join in on, Chief Justice Roberts, said that both Harvard's and UNC's affirmative action programs unavoidably employ race in a negative manner involving racial stereotyping and lack meaningful endpoints. Uh, the majority said the university's policies violated the Equal Protection Clause of, of the 14th Amendment. Yee-haw! All right, well, that'll be interesting to see what the ramifications of that are. Oof, baby, oof. Okay, well, thank you uh, for the heads up on that, Gary. That was uh, it's interesting. What, what was that? Wait a second, I just saw something caught, caught it in the corner of my eye. Um Virginia Galactic Space Flight Five First Customer Step Foot in a key step for space tourism. Okay. I'm interested in space tourism. I think that is cool. Um all right. <sighs> sorry, I should never I should never pull up the Drudge Report when I'm live on the air because then I catch all the little Things going on there, okay, um whoop. wow, I had this show on arena mode on the headset. What a difference. It's like it matters now. Um affirmative action is like the AEA doing renewable energy. It makes no sense. Uh, if you want equality, affirmative action is a barrier. Well, and again, it takes the thing, it takes it away from the meritocracy, takes it away from the meritocracy standpoint, uh, where things are people are rewarded on merit and based on what they do. And instead it based it on the color of their skin, which I thought is the very, the, very definition of, I thought that was the very definition of racism, quite honestly, where you judge people by the color of their skin instead of the content of their character and the work that they did. I thought that was the whole thing right anyway uh there's a whole nother deal in there let's uh, continue on my friends here we go the michael duke show common sense radio i'm reusing it what the hell's an assault weapon
3: you know, if we could just figure out how to get all of the murder guns and the attack guns and not keep selling those to people and just sell protection guns, I think that would be great and solve a lot of problems.
0: Does this mean that if we hurt your feelings, you'd consider the Michael Duke show Assault Radio? <laughs> okay, we can live with that.
4: Here's Michael Dukes. Yes, uh, Assault Radio. That's, I guess, what it is. 100% Assault Radio. Did I hurt your feelings? If I hurt your feelings, I'm probably doing something right, quite honestly, if I hurt your feelings. Because, uh, you know, there should be, you know, that's the only way you learn things is by getting out of your comfort zone. There you go. Uh, that, that's what it's all about. Uh, just announced uh, during the commercial break here, the Supreme Court has come out and shot down affirmative action in colleges. Ruling it unconstitutional and violating the 14th Amendment, the Equal Protection Clause. Uh, Oh, there's going to be some safe spaces that are full of stuff tonight. I guarantee it. It's going to be interesting, um, to watch. Not that it affects us directly right here, but it definitely is interesting to see some of these things come down. Um, uh, anyway, the, (laughs) it was no Denise. It's, it's uh, sarcasm. It's uh it's parody. It's satire. That's what I was looking for. Satire. She just said that recording cannot be real. Um, if you've never heard this full sec, you know what, why not? I want to play it again. If you've never heard this full thing, this is a gal, Molly Ann, I think is her name. She has a YouTube channel and she does all kinds of funny things, but this was her most viral video that she ever did. She plays this kind of dumb blonde. She talked about, she does a video about Dramamine and it's about stopping the drama because you Dramamine is drama. It's the pill she takes to stop the drama. She does some funny stuff. But this is the most hysterical thing she's ever done. And it was a whole thing about her going into the gun store. I mean, she had a whole thing about going into the gun store and buy, and it is just absolute gold.
3: As a single woman, you feel a little unsafe. And so I'm exhausted because I've been gun shopping and I went into the store and the guy was like yes ma'am can we help you and i said well yeah i i came to the gun store for a gun but i i would like to buy a protection gun and um he's like okay and he was kind of laughing at me and i said i don't want a murder gun i want to buy a protection gun and he looked at me like I've been hit with a stupid stick one too many times and he said ma'am which really made me feel old but he was like ma'am all guns are the same and I was like no they're not and he was like yeah they are and I was like no, they're not. I watch the news and I know that there are guns that attack people and there are guns that protect people and I would like the protection kind of gun. And um he was not real helpful and so I bought a pink one because pink's like <laughs> feminine and I thought, well, that's probably the safer
4: That's the safer one
3: bet because there's more crazy men and crazy women in the world, and actually, I'm not sure that is I'm true. I'm not sure and that's I'm, true. We can take that woman back until I can be sure. <laughs> um, but, you know, if we could just figure out how to get all of the murder guns and the attack guns and not keep selling those to people and just <laughs> sell protection guns, then... I think that would be great and solve a lot of problems, but someone's going to have to educate the people selling them because he didn't know. He didn't know what he
4: was talking about. But I bought a pink one because it's feminine, and that means it's – because there's more crazy men than crazy women. Oh, wait. I may need to take that back and confirm (laughs) that. Oh, man. That never – <laughs> that whole thing just never ceases to get a, to not get a smile out of me every time i hear that thing it is the that thing's like nine years old or something i can't remember the first time i played it i was just shocked uh i was like oh this is just comedy gold and uh but yeah it is sorry so that is sarcasm so <laughs> protection guns and blah 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 blah. um <clears throat> anyway, let's move on to the uh, let's move on to some gun stories, shall we? So the Secretary of Education, right? The whole Biden administration I mean, they are about as anti-gun as they get, and you best fall in line lockstep with the Biden administration if you're going to work for them and be one of their drones, like the Secretary of Education, even though you probably know nothing about guns. I mean, you know, remember Biden, just stick your 12 gauge out the window and fire two blasts in the air uh, or that that'll be enough to scare him off. Uh, Of course, you remember when somebody actually tried to use that as a defense uh, in a trial when it was like, no, you can't do that. I mean, this is the Biden. I mean, this is the same guy that said this. Put a pistol on a brace. It turns into a gun.
5: Makes more. You can have a higher caliber weapon, a higher caliber bullet coming out of that gun. It's essentially turning it into a short barrel rifle, which has been a weapon of choice by a number of mass
4: shooters. Okay, so first of all, there are three, in that 13 second clip, there are three blatantly, the first thing is, when you put a pistol, when you put a brace on a pistol, it turns it into a gun. Um, Joe, a pistol is a gun, Okay. I mean, that that's just been, the second thing where what he says, well, it's a short barrel rifle becomes a short barrel rifle, which is the weapon of choice for criminals. Um, no. A pistol is the weapon of choice. Most crimes and violent crimes are committed With pistols, not with rifles, not with short-barreled rifles, nothing else, just a pistol, which is what you started out with to begin with. But my favorite part is where he says, by putting this on, you allow the gun to fire a larger caliber bullet, which, man, the physics of that, I'm still trying to figure out. I mean, that's like, he just tried to divide by zero, right? I mean, he just, it's like Joe Biden trying to describe zero-point energy. It's just (laughs) It's just insane. Anyway, so anybody that works for the Biden administration is guaranteed to pretty much know nothing about guns. So the debate, of course, of the Second Amendment continues to rage on. And the Biden administration is trying to push their assault weapons ban wherever they can find it. Right. Wherever they can. So apparently the secretary of education got the memo from the president and like, you know, you got to join in this discussion. And so Secretary Miguel Cardona drops a tweet on Tuesday that says this. Let me be clear. A lock on a school door is no match for an AR-15. We must ban assault weapons. So, um, uh, what? What? Uh, the lock on a door is no match for an AR 15. We must ban us. That's it. That's, that's, that's your shot across the bow. Okay. So, uh, uh, I think we should break this down. First of all, now I know in every TV show and every movie you've ever seen, the guy just steps up, places his gun against the lock and pulls the trigger and the door just miraculously opens. Uh, now, first and foremost, if you've ever seen this in real life, you know, that is probably one of the most dangerous things you can do when you have a firearm. Um, because, uh, you know, s- simply put, you know, it. and depending on the, the strength of the lock, you might be able to do it with an AR-15. You're better off to do it with a shot breaching load out of a shotgun or out of a large caliber pistol. You're likely to get more force right there at the barrel. But the problem is, of course, is that it's going to be so much... Close up, shrapnel flying around. This is not something you do just, again, I know you've watched TV. They walk up, they fire one round through the door, and all of a sudden the door just ma- magically opens. That's not how it works, okay? Second of all, it's an AR-15. It, great, but it, there is no lock on a school door that is a match for pretty much any firearm. If you really want to be serious about it, right? I mean, really, any substantive fire, and I'm not talking about like a 22. I'm talking about like 9mm, 45, uh, a 44 Magnum, a 40 Smith & Wesson, 10mm, any of those calibers could do a, probably the same amount of damage to a lock as an AR 15. Why are you picking out just AR 15s here? Oh, I, I know it's because you want the assault weapons to be banned. Um now. Um and that's of course what it's all about. Now the one thing he seems to miss here is that um let's just say somebody actually gains access to a school by shooting a lock, which I mean, why let's be clear, a lock on a school door is no match for a crowbar. Right? I mean that that makes about as much sense. Two of the most deadly school shootings in history were performed not with ar-15s not with scary black rifles not even with just regular rifles they were done with handguns so if your argument comes true and let's just say that for some reason oh you did get the ar-15 that you get the assault weapons man pass and everything else the next argument would be let me be clear a lock on a school door is no match for a pistol But we're not coming after your pistols. Oh, 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 you silly bear. Of course you are. This is one step at a time. You have to vilify the AR-15 as a weapon of war. And then, you know, once that's gone, even though it is used for less than 1% of crime across the country, you have to vilify it. Eventually, you will get to the thing that is used for crime. Which is, of course, the pistol. But again, um, he gets a uh, D minus for creativity and an F for delivery on his attempt to meaningfully join the debate on gun control. Secretary Miguel Cardona, I'm sorry, sir, you flunk back to the back of the class for you because put the dunce hat on. That's where you're at um all right let's go over to the phones real quick before we go to break uh, good morning who's this where are you calling from
5: oh my this is jason going from fairbanks and uh, i'm kind of frightened because i think i know what what joe biden really was trying to get at
4: okay well hold on hold on hold on jason on, jason.
5: About how the... J-
4: jason i know that sure. y- you're willing to stick with me and i got to go to break i, I want to hear what you have to say and i don't want to rush you So hold the line. I'll put you back on hold, and we'll be back to you here in just a minute. The Michael Duke Show continues. It is your home for Common Sense, Liberty-based, free-thinking radio. It's like a Friday on a Thursday, for me anyway. I hope you will uh, continue to tune in. We're going to be back. We're going to take Jason's call on the other side, and we'll wrap up with some final thoughts. There you go. And we'll be back. Common Sense, Liberty-based, free-thinking radio.
0: Running on 100% pure beard power. Oh, also some coffee. We dip our beard in coffee. (laughs) Ha, nice beard. The Michael Duke Show.
4: All right, we're going to get back to Jason here in a minute. Uh, Firearm Thursday. Uh, History has proven governments are responsible for the greatest atrocities against their own unarmed population. Millions killed never lose the second. Harold, you actually said it's called democide by the way. That's an act there's an actual word for that. More people have died to democide in the last 100 years than anything else in the history of the planet. More people died in the last 100 years to democide than probably the thousand years before a uh, number of killings. I mean it's 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 insane. It's 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 insane. Um yeah, Brian says, breaching isn't as easy as people imagine. Go watching breaching videos on YouTube. Even the pros struggle. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, Jeannie says, you're going to make me say it, harden the schools. Yeah. I mean, if, if that's the problem, then, you know, but then what's going to happen? You're going to harden the schools. You're going to have police officers in the schools. And then the police officers are going to go run and hide while the shooting happens, like the Parkland thing. I mean, it's just, you, you know what you need to do? You just need to randomly arm the teachers who are willing to be armed. And you just need to randomly arm them. And then when that kid goes in there, that guy or gal or whoever goes in there to decide to become the next infamous, uh, you know, meat puppet, satanic meat puppet, um, that decides to go in there, they has no idea which, if he could turn the next corner, he may be shot dead by a teacher. You have no idea. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things. Um... Uh, I impulse bought a pink gun. Not many things get can excite your daughters like a little bolt action 22 cricket. Those little 22 crickets, the little pink 22 crickets, they are so friggin' cute. And you're right, nothing excites a little girl like a little pink gun. Um, I had a pink 1022 uh, for a while, and boy, the girls just love to shoot that. Um, put a pistol brace on my 22. Does it then become a 45? No, sir. It, it can only double, so it would become a 44 it it, it can it can only double in size it can't anything more than that is outrageous anything more than just a doubling in caliber that would be ridiculous so it can only become a 44 not a 45 and uh, same thing joseph he says my 22 rifle can shite, can shoot 50 can, shite, can shoot 50 caliber rounds if i do that it's amazing no only 44 oh, in fact bill actually caught that no only 44 silly 45 is an odd number I mean, let's not be ridiculous here. Let's not be ridiculous. Joseph says, my favorites when John McClane shoots moving cars with a high point pistol and they blow up. I know, right? So many tropes in TV and movies that people are like, I'm shocked. Shocked, I tell you, that I shot that car 2,700 times and it didn't blow up. I don't understand. Um... Uh, um, Yeah, breaching in an LEO circle is taught with a shotgun and double up buck. And by the way, in breaching, normally, they don't go after the lock. That's what most people don't understand. When you breach a door, generally speaking, you don't go after the lock side. You go after the hinge side. It's stack up, get for breacher forward, two shots, one high, one low, he moves out of the way, they bash the door in. Because the The hinges are the weak part of the... Anyway, it's a whole thing. Um, uh, Let's... Uh Uh-oh. My light died. My light died. I forgot I had it plugged in for the thing. I was doing three things, and I forgot to... Where's my... There it is. I've got so many cables over here. i got to work on my cable management, man. That's not a position for the cable company. Cable management is a real thing here. Oh, look at that. Okay. Is that better? I don't know. Is it better or worse? Lighting this mess, I don't know if it's better or worse. I could use the same bread recipe on cinnamon rolls, such fluffy rolls. My wife makes a cinnamon roll. She makes me monkey bread now. It is delicious. Um, She uses Pillsbury cinnamon rolls. And then she chops it up into chunks, and then she doctors it up with the, some secret recipe of brown sugar and cinnamon. And I'm sure it's probably just brown sugar and cinnamon and butter. But whatever it is, it's delicious. I like me some monkey bread. Mm, absolutely good stuff. Um, all right. We got Jason on the line, and now we've got another caller who is there let me get the other caller's name uh quickly here before we go good morning caller who's this where are you calling from this is steve from fairbank all right steve hold the line i'm going to put you back on hold you're number two in the queue right behind jason who's going to be ahead of you um this whole this new interface sucks uh steve uh oh good god almighty all right i'm just gonna have to remember Help me remember, it's Stephen Fairbanks. I can't type it in. We're jumping back into it here. Uh, the Michael Duke Show, Common Sense, Liberty Base, Free Thinking Radio. One final segment. Can't believe it. That was a fast show. It was fun, too. I just, You know, sometimes you just can't take life too seriously, my friends. You cannot take it too seriously. Remember, nobody makes it out alive. Make those memories. Here we go the final segment. That was morbid almost, wasn't it? I don't know. Okay, we still got some firearm stories if we want to get to them. I get, I, I feel a little bit better because I really wanted to lambast the education secretary on his attempt at joining the gun control debate. I mean, talk about a sophomoric attempt. He's the education sec. Get it? The education. If I have to explain it, it's not nearly as funny, damn it. It was a sophomoric attempt. Uh, all right, let's go. Let's go back to the phones. Jason from Fairbanks is on the line now. Jason uh, has been. Um, uh, Jason and I have been talking about space and space technology and space exploration here for the last uh, I don't know a couple months on the show, in dribs and drabs. And uh, Jason, I think you've got me lined out on every spare moment of reading uh, for the next six months. I unwrapped it was like christmas yesterday there was like I
5: apologize for
4: that. no no it's was like a half a dozen books on all this guy it was and they're fascinating books i kind of skimmed through some of the headings and everything else uh there's some fascinating stuff in there so thank you for the gifts of the books that was very nice um i definitely have my reading cut out oh, for well. me for the next uh for the next little bit here uh so what's on your mind jason
5: well some 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 funny and serious some both at the same time firearms related uh, stories. But, but first, I just wanted to mention, if you want to laugh so hard that you're in danger of uh, moistening your pants, look up Donna the Deer Lady on YouTube. Okay, She's the lady who called a radio station in North Dakota saying, could we move the deer crossing signs so they won't get run over? And they were trying not to bust a gut, but they finally said, well, ma'am, deer don't Read. They just put the signs where the deer do, in fact, cross. But she didn't get it (laughs) until a couple months later, after getting a bunch of inflatable deer left on her lawn and things like that. She reminds me of that woman who's talking about the murder guns and things like that.
4: Yeah, there there are some people who are actually that stupid. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
5: I think I know what Biden was trying to get at, which kind of scares me because it means my mind, I hope, is not becoming like his. I think what he was thinking. Was was about the recoil or the kickback, meaning that if you used a, you know a more sturdy brace, you could in theory at least fire a, a more powerful weapon, and without it uh, doing injury to your shoulder or you know or other parts of your, of your body. that. that's what I think he was trying to say, but as usual didn't express very well.
4: Well but I mean even that's not necessarily true. I mean first of all we're talking about pistols. Putting a brace on a pistol right. makes it more controllable, but it doesn't automatically turn it into a and I don't know, who knows what he's thinking. The guy's I mean his his brain's like Swiss cheese. If you've ever watched him actually have a free form conversation the guy is, it's spooky. I mean, I, I i don't think, quite honestly, and again, I'm not a pro-Trump, anti-Biden kind of, I mean, I i think they're, but look at this guy. He's not mentally well. I mean, I don't think he's all there. Uh, he's whatever he is, 82 years old or whatever. I think he's, you know, on the bridge of uh, senility and everything else. You just watch him. I mean, his whole God save the queen comment and everything else. I just don't think that he is running on all cylinders, I guess is what I'm saying.
5: No. and What scares me is the thought of them waking him up in the middle of the night and saying, Mr. President, several thousand ICBMs are on their way to the United States. What do we do? And him just crumbling right there and saying, I don't know what to do. Because I think that's how he might react, just being unable to cope with it at all. God God forbid that ever happens. But, yeah, he scares me because that, and also even in things like trade deals, he misses so many things that... uh, um, he could let us get really messed up economically and not even know it.
4: Yeah. You know?
5: Yeah. Even if he didn't want, want us to.
4: Well, be. and that's the thing. He could accidentally, like you said, it could be an accident. I, I mean, there's got to be, he's got to have some kind of keeper somewhere like, no, Joe, don't turn to the left. No, Joe, don't say anything about that. I, 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 right. just, literally, I, I, I am kind of fearful when you got somebody like that that uh, is, uh, is in charge. And can't string together a complete sentence yes. without uh, without making some kind of faux pas. So, um, I mean, you may be giving him oh, more yeah. credit than what he was doing. When that.
5: you're talking about locks about opening, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry.
4: No, I was just going to say. I mean, I, I think you're giving him more credit than he really mm-hmm. deserves on the whole larger caliber thing. But go ahead. You were saying locks.
5: Oh, okay, about the locks about shooting them like he was saying. I remember, and you may have seen this too during the Second Gulf War there was either a soldier or a Marine, they were trying to get into a bank to get Iraqi cash so they could get it back into the economy and what they did was, it was early in the morning over there and this soldier, he fired a 40 millimeter grenade launcher at the bank door at point blank range and threw shrapnel all over the place. for foot luckily didn't hurt anybody, but it spattered all over everyone. And he, I think he was a corporal, and his sergeant just glared at him with this look like it was like every curse word you can think of was expressed in that glare. Like how could you? think to do something that's stupid you know he could have (laughs) killed several people including himself and it just amazed me that even with their you know with all their training he did something like that yeah there was another case this is a law I forget which state it was where a woman uh, legislature, she she voted for a law to get rid of uh magazines of a certain size i think you know for i think it was for some of these uh you know you know larger capacity weapons not the AR15 but another so called assault weapon and when she was asked about it by a reporter you know why did you do this she actually said with a straight face well i figured if i voted for this you know since you can only use these magazines once That that if you can't buy them, then you couldn't use them anymore, right? And the reporter, who wasn't an expert either, but he knew enough to to know that you can indeed reuse a a magazine many times, and he just looked at there with his look like yeah and you're representing the people of your state, yeah no oh, exactly. I mean God. that's
4: that's the whole Carolyn McCarthy thing all over. It's the shoulder thing that goes up, right? I mean that's a barrel shroud that's the shoulder thing that goes up people they just right. they're making laws on things they don't know and that they don't understand, and they don't bother to educate themselves on it. They just move forward with it. It's insane. hey, Jason, thank you so much for waiting through the break and coming in and talking with us this morning, and again, thank you for the books. I appreciate it. We got to go over here. I got one more call. I, Steve in Fairbanks. See, I remembered mind like a steel trap. Steve in Fairbanks uh, calling in this morning. Steve, what's on your mind?
6: Uh, good morning, Michael. I'm enjoying your show in the, uh, and also enjoying the uh, Firearms Friday on a Thursday. I think that's a great plan. <laughs> we um, should do that. We should I... do that every
4: week from now and, on. Uh, yeah.
6: I want to talk just a little bit about this Glock demo day. That's going to be on July 28th. That's a Friday from 5 to 7 p.m. Glock is sending two reps up, and they're bringing a bunch of Glocks. That's not original, but they are. <laughs> and, uh, there'll be right. opportunity uh, to see them and so forth. Uh, APOA, Alaska Peace Officer Association, we're sponsoring this, and uh, you have to register for it. There's a cost of $10. If you just uh, go to apoaonline.org, look at training events or uh, apoa. If you Google apoa, fnc fnc for Fairbanks, on far, I'm sorry for Farthest North chapter, <clears throat> and then otherwise the uh, on August 19th there is a, a memorial shoot, first responder memorial shoot uh, with check-in starting around 8 a.m. And the shooting match itself starts about 10 a.m. Um, that's on a Saturday. And, again, there's uh, pre-registration required. And, again, you search online for the same thing.
4: Okay.
6: so There eight- will be six stages. And each stage is being uh, designed by a law enforcement instructor in this area. Um, so it's there's going to be a lot of cool stuff. Uh, there'll be some transition stuff from pistol to rifle, um, and pistol to shotgun. So uh, there'll be some neat things.
4: All so right. again,
6: you just get to go online to
4: register for that. So it's APOAOnline.org, right? That's where you go for the registration. Go to events. Yeah,
6: yeah, exactly. You can look at training of training slash events, or you can go to APOAOnline.org and look at chapters. And you'd be looking for the farthest north chapter yeah. and click on that and again you'll find the, the link and there's uh to register for each event
4: okay so july 28th and august yeah. 19th that's correct yes sir. all right okay steve well, thanks for the reminder. We appreciate it. You're welcome to uh, remind us again here in the future. appreciate you coming on board and uh, joining us today. Thank you for uh, listening. Again, you can go to APOAonline.org to get the information on those events. Hey, look. It's, uh, it's done. The show's over. It is the fastest two hours in radio, even if we're just jaw and doing a little water cooler talk. So awesome. So awesome. All right, my friends, I will see you. I'm gone for the weekend. We will be back next Wednesday. Be kind. Love one another. Live well. I hope you have a great 4th of July weekend. Enjoy yourselves. We'll see you on the flip side. I really have nothing more to add to that other than uh, it's good to see. I see Eskimo Libertarian joined us a little late this morning. Good morning. Hello. Thanks for coming on board. As always, so good to see you guys. You're always a great way to start off my day, to kick off my day. I appreciate that. I love you. I love y'all. Even Harold. Ah, God, I hate to say that. makes me feel a little dirty, but it is what it is. And, yes, monkey bread with Pillsbury cinnamon roll. Daryl Harold, get it done. Get it done. All right, my friends. We will see you on Wednesday.